Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, well, we just poured ourselves a glass of wine. Shout out to Co-op, Fair Hello Trade, brand. of course. Um, red wine, because mm-hmm. we are growing up. Classy so girls. we are trying to be the change we want to see exactly. in ourselves. Why don't we introduce ourselves yeah, to our start. new podcast? <laughs> um, so I'm Kalina, and well, actually, we're both studying at we're Bristol. We're both Kalina. <laughs> we're both Kalina, actually. <laughs> Plot twist. Um, <laughs> no, we're both studying at Bristol. Um, I'm studying English, and I'm studying theatre. <laughs> What's I don't your know name? Where that's... Oh yeah, and I'm Hope, and um, yeah. So, so we met at uni. We did. Pretty much the first day. Well, my first day. Your first day. Mm -hmm. I met you, you met me. And first glance, I was like, we're going to be friends. Oh, yeah. Do you want to do first impressions? First impressions? Yeah, just out of curiosity. I'm quite bad, though, because I don't really have impressions in the moment. Yeah, I know. It was a bit of a heated moment. It was a very heated moment. It was just nothing we expected at all. No. Because we live in a little prison cell. We got here and there was no (laughs) shared area. Yeah, that was so traumatic. Like, no idea. I thought it was going to be like... I didn't know that self that catered, I mean, had absolutely no shared space. No, I had no idea that it was literally little prison. (laughs) How sweet. Um, But anyway... The rest is history, history. and now within days we were best friends. Yes, <laughs> it was, I'd say it was quite it peculiar, was really. Just by it was eyesight. just, it was just by eyesight. <laughs> if um, I ever experienced true love, I feel like, it would be like that. <laughs> well, that's what it, I saw so you across the room. <laughs> I would be like, it just like, time slowed down. Yeah, <laughs> and I just made my way towards you. Yeah. <laughs> I stopped, and I looked into your eyes, and I looked into your eyes, and we nodded. <laughs> we did not nod. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> this is it. <laughs> a real fucking deal. <laughs> right, anyway. anyway, okay. So let's give a brief introduction about what this podcast is, is about. Yeah. Do you want to? Okay, so we're basically on a journey of self-discovery. And we want to open up these personal discussions that we have in hope of maybe inspiring other students to speak about topics that we actually feel aren't talked about enough. Um, yeah, and as students, especially now, I think it's really difficult to look ahead for the future. Um, and we just want to build a community full of love and support and understanding. Yeah, yeah. And we want to grow Yeah, in a really sincere, vulnerable, raw way. Amazing. Amazing. Let's introduce our first episode. So this episode is going to be about money and we the big felt forbidden the big big awkward it's a big tension that just is so Lingering. uncomfortable exactly. to talk about and because we actually think that behind everybody there is these built-up psychological traumas that are associated with money and as young people i think it's really important that we we talk about them and how has money affected our lives and in hope of maybe sharing a opening conversation, the opening up, up the conversation up. And interestingly, we actually think it's a way bigger taboo than sex. And mental health. And mental health. All these things that we are actually Who, quite... What are becoming much more... more which is great, yeah, but like... Fab. 
but money is still so awkward. It's really whether you have it or not. It's just awkward. So so awkward. Um. Anyway, disclaimer. Just we don't want to be those people who keep adding disclaimers, disclaimers, but we do feel it important to acknowledge that we are speaking from a privileged perspective. Yeah. I guess. Um. But we have faced some struggles with money yeah, for sure. and so has everyone else we think yeah and that's i think that's the big thing is that we do feel like behind everybody there is these issues Little, and yeah. we don't allow that to be addressed because we're all too awkward exactly to kind of speak about it well let's get on with that without further ado go go okay <laughs> so should i oh, yeah okay i'll say a little brief kind of background about what my experience is um so I come from a separated family in that my parents are not together they've never been together and that has meant that obviously there's a massive kind of financial tensions that are completely like wound up in though in that relationship um and I really feel like everyone that not everyone but maybe a lot of people that have separated parents can relate to the idea that money is so wound up in those relationship yeah breakups that it does mean your relationship to money becomes very uh, toxic awkward and sad and Mm. negative negative yeah and it it makes it because you also associate you associate relationships with having these really fraught relationships with money and that's really kind of hard especially from a young being being young and seeing your parents arguing about money and and things like that and it's obviously a massive strain on the family yeah and um you're so aware of it from such a young age as well yeah. do you know what i mean yeah um we are... and it's such a mature subject to be aware of from uh-huh. literally as yeah. soon as you can start understanding anything you're you understand yeah. what the situation is is because of money and yeah. that is quite difficult to like then grow up and be like oh yeah money's a really positive thing yeah. or, i mean it's not a positive thing let's just make let's be clear about that but it doesn't have to be so negative and awkward. Yeah. Um, well, same with me is my... I wouldn't say my relationship to money is somehow... Uh, it's probably not the most healthy, but mm-hmm. I also have sort of negative connotations of it always being the source of arguments between my parents. Um, so my background is um, my parents, when they we're immigrants so when they first moved here they were sort of working quite uh yeah like they Mm. were like cleaners builders waiters do you know what I mean um and uh that meant we didn't have a lot of money uh now that I'm older we have they have the jobs they want currently my dad um lost his job in corona during coronavirus but they're still fine um but what I'm saying is what I'm saying is <laughs> there has always been that sort of tension um, and we have always had that struggle. And when, when it does come up, then I've always heard my parents 
arguing over it or even just discussing it. For example, as a young child, when you hear your parents, uh, I don't know, complaining because they don't have enough money, it's kind of like, oh, you know, we don't have enough money. Mm. So you get all stressed because you're yeah, like, oh, yeah. I don't have enough money. <laughs> yeah. But really, you're a little child, so you don't know. That yeah. it, it, it will be fine. It's yeah. just, you're just like... Yeah, Do you know no, what I mean. 100%. Um, but anyway, back to the thing that it's it is so annoying that when when there are arguments and there are issues within families, it usually is about, about money. money. Yeah, and, and like, so that obviously is going to have massive impacts on your relationship to money and your relationship to other people. It even and like for me, I do see relationships being so torn by money yeah and so I've never I've often been quite phobic of like being married and fuss like that because I just think that it just upturns lots of like mm. financial things which I just feel kind of destroy the magic of love and stuff yeah. so it's quite sad because even I, I forgot about this actually until now but mm. even um I won't go into it too much but my dad and his dad they're not really close mm. but it is mostly because of money and stuff yeah. like that and that's quite sad and it is just a bit you know it's really sad that some something that seems so, so simple and yeah, so, so and everyone's always like you don't have to don't think about it you know yeah, do yeah, what yeah. you want but it's weird it, that it doesn't even exist. So like money doesn't even exist yeah, just and we, it's like, just this we just human concept that we've just made for ourselves to make life really really difficult basically but in a way like it's weird because you you do need it because I just don't yeah, know. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. But we can't imagine life without it anymore, really. Yeah. But I, I, anyway, that's it's just, weird how it is. Like the it's a different form though. Like back in the day, they would like exchange cows. Currents, yeah, currencies. Do you know change, what I mean? They'd be like, I'll give been, you some apples yeah. for this cow. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Whereas now, like, I'll give you this money for money. Bag. Yeah. <laughs> this sack of bag. This sack of, of gold. money yeah because i just go around with a sack of money and i'm like here take this i want the lollipop anyway. um yeah anyway um oh, should we talk about how we've had completely different sort of um impact it's money our struggles money have impacted us in different ways yes um, yeah. So with me, I maybe it was an insecurity within me that oh, um, I don't know, we don't live in a house or something, um, that I would want to. It's like, can you buy me this? Can you buy me that? Or I would put more pressure on my parents to buy me more stuff. Um, whereas, you've sort of had the complete opposite. Yeah, effect. I think because I've seen that, well, money has made our family a little bit difficult and complicated in that my mum is financially dependent on my dad and Mm. so when I see my mum spending money and things like that it it does give me anxiety and so I never want her to buy me things and I I just I'm I'm so kind of phobic of her getting Mm. me anything just because I just associate anything being bought as like oh we don't have money and that's kind of obviously had an impact on how I spend money and it's it and every time I'm 
I'm spending money, it probably comes up uh, spending a big amount of money. Mm. It will feel like it's scary because it's like you've got those psychological issues about, oh my God, am I going to be vulnerable now mm-hmm. or whatever it, and so but it's interesting as well because you are very when, well from our conversations mm. is you're very much like I don't want to have money you yeah know, I yeah, just yeah, want to yeah. be free yeah. of yeah. it yeah whereas I always grew up being um you know thinking I just need to make money so I can you know I need to just work yeah and it's so and interesting how so I've just been just... like I literally just want to live in a van and yeah like have Which no association so with money so at nice. all and just literally pretend it doesn't exist mm. and then I won't have that complication mm-hmm. and I'll be free of it yeah. and that is great but it's probably quite unrealistic yeah and yeah obviously it's quite impossible I'm just like I'm just ready to mm-hmm. leave society maybe that's even why I often be like oh I just want to be like a hermit so because there's just all these complications that I was so wound up in yeah finance and stuff like that which is just I feel like the magic of life and yeah like a so soul draining and it sad. is soul draining because i uh can you imagine i wanted to be a freaking dentist and a lawyer <laughs> and all of this yeah, I, random like jobs that are <laughs> lovely but just not, not for you. me at all like, at all yeah no i know i know and it's so sad that so many children do grow up in that way yeah and a I mean, there's so many people around you. I mean, it's great. I mean, we need that's what you want to do. But it's you don't want to be forced into a job because you you know you're gonna earn money from it. Yeah, because you're just gonna end up being so unhappy throughout your whole life. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was really, really distressed by. uh, Recently, I watched a Ken Loach film. Um, I can't remember what it's called now. But it basically looked at the story of um, behind um, lorry drivers and yeah. van drivers oh, and yeah, delivery yeah. drivers, and I it opened up a whole new kind of complex <laughs> to me in that I had no idea that these zero they're zero hour contract workers yeah. that are working to support their families, obviously. Mm-hmm. But they are working seven days a week. Yeah. From four a.m. till ten p.m. in the ten p.m. in the evening, don't get to see their family because they're always on the and road. And then and then yeah, because they're always on the road. And obviously he then just destroys his life because he's he he just feels like he yeah. If he's if he's just not going to work, then he can't he can't afford support, his support, his support yeah. his family. But it doesn't feel like a a a life to me. No. To like completely yeah. devote your life to being on the road and it was shocked me so much because then I got a de- I got a delivery and it's like this magical next day delivery which you just click and it's there. Yeah. <laughs> it's bizarre to me the whole concept of that. But anyway, I actually asked him like what's your situation and he said to me he was working 7 days a week for the for 3 weeks so every 3 weeks he'd get one day off and on his day off he would have to go in go to the repairman to get his tr- van God. sorted out. And it's just, that is it's just not just, a quality of life. It's and so sad because you literally have to sell your, your soul, soul, sell your life for money just to be able to live. It's so distressing. And I just think it's something we don't talk about enough, mm-hmm. especially with zero hour contracts and things like that. It's just completely... I think as well, um, 
what's helped me is getting away from London. Like, I love London. Yeah. Um, it's an amazing city. But getting away from it has sort of opened my eyes with how work-obsessed London is. Yeah. You know, everything you do there is to prepare you for work, is to then, you know, prepare you for the nine-to-five working day to you know all of this stuff and it's it's the reality of what most people are going to have to do which is kind of unfortunate but it's just kind of like why do we have to live in such a such a draining Draining. world yeah 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 yeah. and why is money such a big draining part of it yeah it's so it's so difficult and so <laughs> complicated and because now going back to sort of more our lives is yeah. as students it's not so much draining we get given student loan mm. i also think it's different for everybody whatever situation yeah and you're that's in. weird in itself that everybody you'd think that everyone's kind of starting at the, the same, same position yeah. on the same kind of starting line but there's so much disparity between students mm-hmm. um Obviously, some people are getting student loans, some people aren't. So, it's obviously, parents are paying. Already, for some a people brand are like, or... okay, I've got a massive loan at the end of this education, yeah. and some people just don't just have that. Just don't, yeah. And yeah, some people's parents are giving them money, some people's aren't. Some yeah. people have a job, some people don't. Yeah. And some people are paying for their accommodation, and mm-hmm. some people aren't. And I had no idea about I I just had not been educated in terms of. Um, that we were saying it, we were saying this how in your you were privately educated and mm. you never got any guidance on financing yourself at university never whereas in I was I went to state school and we got quite a few actually yeah and this is what we're saying about how at private school you're immediately assumed that you You are well off and that you you know have you can afford it and it's not an issue for you Mm. um and that is just so ignorant because it's just so inaccurate there's also more diverse uh, financial diversity in private school maybe than expected. I yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. exactly it, and so that just needs to be completely yeah debunked and changed mm-hmm. because it's not true that. I mean, obviously, predominantly it is. Yes, yeah, yeah. No, for but sure. But there are also so, people. Yeah, who aren't and then also in well off. Yeah, there's. Yeah, hundred percent. We also feel that we are at a weird crossroad as students and and financial crossroad yeah financial crossroad that's exactly it when you aren't really sure where you stand because you're sort of getting nearer to be financially independent Mm -hmm. but you know you're still kind of dependent on your parents yeah I definitely would not be able to do uni without my parents no and I also I mean I would but I'd have to work as well yeah, and I think it's really important that we realise that people can't afford to go to university. We'll say, like, how? That's just not how? even in some people's yeah, minds, I and I just think there is complete ignorance to that. Yeah, I know. Like, we don't really understand that for some people... It's not an option. It's just not an option. Mm. I know. And we're so blessed to be so in this position. So privileged, yeah. Yeah. So lucky. And we don't recognise it. No, I know, because it seems so normal. It seems so normal, and it was never not an option to us. Yeah. It's always just been... Yeah. There. And for so many people, it's not. Yeah, but mm. back to the thing about us not really knowing where we stand with money. <laughs> Even when you go home and you're like, 
oh, I'm I'm gonna go to the shops to get food or something. Yeah, it's like, yeah, Am yeah, I yeah. paying for the food? food are you paying? paying? Or do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'll buy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or like, because I'll get some flowers. I don't know anything. No, it, or and it's I need awkward. some shoes. And you're learning to be financially yeah. independent, and it's really. Well, like I'm, I need some new shoes, but like. I mean, this is quite extra, but, like, will I pay for them? Will you pay for them? I don't know. It's just anything yeah. like that. Yeah. It's kind of... For sure. You just don't really know where you stand. It's kind no. of awkward now. It is. I don't like asking, really, for anything. No, 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 no. Because I just... I'm like, I am an adult now. I should yeah, really exactly. be for myself. Exactly. But it's complicated. And, and also, weird. I feel bad, because if, you, say, your parents are paying for your rent or mm-hmm. for part of real rent. Yeah. You can't really ask for more now. Do you yeah, know what I mean? No, that's no, quite no. a big... That's quite... It's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I never got Go why on. students are always so angry. Oh, my God. But I so I get it so now. I so get it now. It's, it's ridiculous. What am I paying for? I've got six contact hours a week. <laughs> six. Versus six. Versus people who have 40. 40 and, you, we're and I'm paying up. the same price. And the thing is, is that I don't know why people aren't more aware that we are actually paying for it. I think you think, oh, it's being paid for yeah, by the government and you stuff. Are but like, to pay back. It is, this is what, however much money, £27,000 or whatever, that we are paying for ourselves. I think you have to be quite respectful of the education that you're getting yeah. given. And if it's not I mean, up to standard, then it's look, not. The professors up to are standard. amazing, but I'm sorry, but six contact hours. For some like online course that we have. Yeah, doing. I'm literally doing an online course. I know. I swear down. And the where we live, the amount we're paying for it is just disgraceful. Yeah. Oh, it's just, it's depressing. It's so. But not I okay. think what I'm really. What I really want to do is, through this discussion as well, is being really aware that we're women talking about money. And it's so important mm. to create conversation between women because I feel like we just don't talk about it because it's kind of like a... It seems to be as like a, ma- a male topic. And that's just so toxic. That's true, actually. Do you know what I mean? Is money is like male and it's not female. Yeah. We don't, we're not meant to talk about it. I feel quite bad for boys as well, though, because yeah. when I've spoken to boys... They always like defend themselves. Oh, yeah. No, I feel like there's complete toxic masculinity all yeah. wound up in the subjects that people take. Because, for example, if people take... If a guy takes English or what seems to be as a more feminine History. subject, they have to kind of protect... They have to be like, oh... But I am going to earn money. Yeah, but I am going to earn money. Don't worry. Do you think they have to yeah. make that disclaimer? I'm like, relax. I don't, I don't have to make that disclaimer. I don't have to. Well, I, I mean, don't. often you do. I don't. Like, like, I do always Because people go, asked, oh, why, do you, why what are you going to do that subject do? for? But it's kind of... Diff- boys do... I yeah, have and that's noticed what's so that sad they always defend themselves. It's also how just we've just... We've completely exchanged our subjects for how much... For that their worth is basically... The money. Given by what, what, how much you would earn by, through doing sad them. Sad as well because they cost the same price. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's just really depressing, really. Yeah, because we we I do always get asked, "What are you gonna do after so you finish?" So you can't uni? just love I your subject, know. or you can't just want to learn. Yeah. It it has to be like, oh, well, how is that gonna? You the keep association you with English history, anything like that, the, the is you're gonna end up earning a shit salary. Yeah. Versus business, politics engineering science yeah you're gonna earn loads of money probably um not always but probably and 
we have also noticed that we've sort of separated them into feminine and masculine subjects, mm-hmm. which is, I don't, uh, it's not even sexist because it's just outlining yeah. facts. Yeah, no, no, there's like more, three, way there's more like bored. five I, guys that do my mm, course. Yeah, not, a, well, there's tiny amount that do your course. There's a ridiculous But there's amount. only about three boys in each of my like blackboard rooms, which is like 15. Yeah, I, I mean, it's unfortunate. I think it's so important that women do enter in, into these conversations because so often it's seen as a male conversation yeah. and we're not really included in that. And that obviously is not good in creating a future of really successful, financially successful women. And I think it's really important that instead of being scared to talk about these subjects as women, we're really open with our financial goals and our and issues. issues and our struggles and our financial psychology <laughs> and questions and worries and stuff like that because then we can empower ourselves and the more we the more that something scares us or feels foreign to us um i think it's so important to, to just educate yourself on, about it yeah on. go head on <laughs> just just tackle it head on and for me that's something that i've been really working on recently because obviously as we've discussed i do feel like money is something I'm definitely quite scared of and I've just kind of been running away from and I don't feel very empowered by it and instead of being obviously I don't know instead of saying that I want to be really financially successful I would just say oh I just want nothing to do with money yeah and that's probably not the (laughs) most realistic yeah so if I'm more if if instead I actually you know, educate myself with regards to finance and stuff like that. Yeah. I'll feel so much more confident and I feel like that's so important for all of us. Yeah. And it's also important men and yeah. women alike. <laughs> it's important to as well make sure you maintain a healthy relationship with it rather yeah. than you know, you don't want to get obsessive over no, it. No, exactly. And I think people do get obsessive. Yeah. It can become I have become yeah, obsessive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no no no, hundred percent. I think everyone yeah. can. Um so obsessive yeah. like it does it become does a kind of disorder because yeah. you do it just takes your life and you feel you you punish yourself for spending money or, or not spending money or you punish yourself because you're not in a place where you want you to can, be yeah well you want to be or yeah, everyone yeah. around you do use money, money or something yeah, exactly. i don't know whatever exactly and it, it it's just an, an unnecessary mental burden that we can just put to the one side yeah. if we are way more open with ourselves and with each other about it 100 100 um and i think well that's over 100 yeah yeah 100 over 100 yeah 100 100 100 that's actually one which is 100 well yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) maths but i think it's so important to address what your relationship it has been in the past um in in terms of like how your upbringing has affected what you feel now because then you can kind of reflect on why you feel like that and hopefully grow and move on and be confident when talking about it. And I think that's a really positive space to be in. Yeah. Digging up your issues. Yeah, because digging, up, you your digging issues, up your issues. That's the positive space you want to be in. <laughs> no, but I do. We were just complaining about the fact that we're encouraged to dig up issues when really sometimes yeah, it's fun it's, to just move on. Yeah, just move on. Like, <laughs> just fucking move on. Yeah. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. Leave me alone. <laughs> 
No, but it's true, you know. But it's, I no, think what with, is with the this... point, really? If you've moved on, if you what moved is the on, point? why do you have to dig it up? What is? The... <laughs> I mean, we're I so like... contradictory. <laughs> we're like, talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. Don't talk about it. Go inside. Don't go inside. Talk about it, but don't talk about it. <laughs> no, it's true. I don't really know what. I mean, that's the thing we don't know. But maybe. But maybe we don't know. Maybe, maybe we don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um. All right. All right. Oh, also, I remembered the name of that Ken Loach film, which I feel like Ooh, everyone. Yeah should watch it's called i thought sorry. you're gonna be like everyone's gonna be asking. it's called sorry <laughs> <laughs> sorry we missed you it just came out in 2019 and it just tells a story that is untold mm. and it's so important when talking about money and having respect for people with all, zero hour contracts so please do watch it i have to watch that yeah you do have to watch that i told yeah. you to watch that yeah i know um, um. there's too many things that you've told me to yeah. watch and now I'm i know i know i need to write you up a list um, Anyways, I think that's it. Is that it for today? It is. I think it is. Well, I hope you enjoyed our first episode. I hope you did. Episode I view. It was a little bit more sincere today. We we yeah. will have lots of light, more light-hearted. This episode has been a bit of a uh, X Factor audition tape kind of vibe. I think not it's... the audition, but. <laughs> But the, no, the, the, you, know, the, you know the sad episode. The sad excited. episode. We have had moments of that, but like... Not too much. Not I don't think much. it's been too... I think expect some X-Factor moments. Yeah, expect some moments. <laughs> okay. Anyway, expect the this has been the longest outro. Yeah, ever. So we're going to leave it there. Right. Ciao, ciao, my lovelies. Ciao, ciao. Until we meet ciao, again. Ciao. I love you. Ciao. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.